At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Bradley South, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight-year NFL vet. It's a Mailbag Monday edition of Talk of Champions as you're listening to this on a Tuesday, most likely. Brad, what's up? What's up, Ben? Big week for Ole Miss. Huh? I mean, our um, our little portal class was getting pretty pretty nasty. It's salty. Yeah, um, that's. <laughs> I mean, it's it's getting it's getting a lot of attention around the um, around the nation. I mean, it was it was reported pretty nationally. I got a actually got a text from Bobby Massey today, who is um, yeah, I haven't talked to him in about a month or two, and he, his screenshot was of all the the recruits that that Ole Miss has got, and he says, "What is Lane doing down there?" So. <laughs> Um, it's getting noticed pretty um, pretty heavily by, by not only Ole Miss fans, but the national media as well. Well, you're actively involved in the coverage of Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg now that they're officially Ole Miss Rebels. What's your response now? Yeah, man. I mean, I think it's um, they, they, they filled two huge holes that Ole Miss had. I would um, you know, th- those are two spots that, that you would love to add a um, add someone with Luke Altmaier and Jackson Dart. And now, if if Wolf is somewhat healthy and you got Trig and Wolf together, um, you know, you got you got some decent options there. So something that needed to be had. And and not only that, what the reason I'm so fired about these guys is that they're younger. It's not like it's a grad transfer, a one year deal. Whereas if you look, if this core of players can stick together this year and have a solid year together. And I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited about this upcoming season. But if they can go out there and have success together, 2023 is going to be crazy. That's what people don't realize because all these guys are going to be back. And you're going to add some more plural guys then too. So, man, I'm telling you, I'm very excited about this next season. I'd like to see us, you know, pick right where we left off, play well. But, man, I'm telling you, if we can keep them all together, 2023 could be crazy for Ole Miss. Most people are tuning in to hear what happened. Why were you so worked up when you made that post on that Wednesday night when the wait was entering its third week, maybe? Maybe it was the second week. I can't remember. But a lot of people are listening want to know what happened. It was an academic issue, and I just wanted you to go ahead and have the floor. Yeah, you know, I I, I don't know that I want to touch on it too much because I did receive a call from within that, um, you know, I don't think they were real happy that that, that got reported, and I would said that on the board. Um, they, they just didn't like the, like the way it made Ole Miss look, you know, in that sense. Cause, cause the issue was, um, 
it was fairly minor, but it, it for a minute they're extremely concerned that it wasn't going to get taken care of, which would have been you know pretty um, you know pretty bad to lose a guy over such a minor issue. You know, it, it, and I think Neil had posted on his board about it. You know, everybody saw it's a non the past non pass deal that is essentially like the freshener forgiveness at Ole Miss. Um, it was a technicality that was going to be counted. Um, you know, potentially counted against the player. So it got cleaned up. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, I think it got cleaned up, you know, and it should have been because he was, you know, transferring in, has a good GPA at his other school. Um, but, but I think that the silver lining in this all, and I posted this before was the portal is going to be a huge part of, of Ole Miss and college football. And what it showed is that there needs to be adjustments to the policies and thank goodness that that was brought to light. Um, it just can't be this hard for for players transferring, and I, I think you're going to see some adjustments to the policy for the better um, for Ole Miss and and moving forward. Um, you know, I, I think this administration is is you know very much on the football team side, but sometimes there's policies in place. It's tough to tough to get around them. So um, I think there's going to be some adjustments there to to kind of favor the portal guys and you know being able to get into the school, which it shouldn't be that hard, especially for guys who are coming from a prestigious school that have, um, you know, all the qualifications. So I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to get too crazy into it. Um, you know, I know it's just one of those subjects that I don't want plastered out there because, um, you know, in, in a sense it could, it could make, you know, could, could leave a bad impression for future portal guys trying to get in. I wanted to wait and say something after it happened one way or the other resolution, because context matters here. And at the end of the day, Ole Miss got it done. There was real doubt and concern there for a second that this wasn't going to happen because of what was ultimately a fairly minor issue that almost became major. Yeah, I agree, man. And I know that there was some real concern. Like, um, you know, I know the initial response from Ole Miss wasn't very positive on the issue, and it, it kind of got got them, um, you know, pretty riled up over there. So, um, you know, it ended up getting taken care of. That's all that matters, and the guys are coming. Um, but I, I do think it it helped um, us realize that, you know, hey, we're gonna. This is gonna be a part of college football. Um, you can't. The, the portal policies have got to be adjusted to, to the new the new norm. And um, you know, I, I think this will. I think they'll do a good job of figuring that out. So now that you've seen Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg added to this class that already has Aishim Young, it has Zach Evans, it has Jordan Watkins, impact players, JJ Pegues. Now that you've seen it, what's your opinion? And knowing that they're going to add more in the summer. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, this this may sound crazy, but um, I think this team could be could potentially be better. And, um, you know, I don't know about next year. I know next year we should have a solid team just by all the pieces that we added. But I think for the future, if you're looking at sheer upside, there's some real talent that just came to Ole Miss, and there's some real talent still going to come to Ole Miss. So now you got your quarterback in place, you got your tight end, you got you got a bunch of pieces in place. Now there's some other guys want to come join it. You know, hey, I want to be part of the best portal class. So wouldn't surprise me if we didn't if we didn't get another guy or two, and then even going into next year if these guys stick around, um, I, I look for the for the following year to be pretty special at Ole Miss. So um, don't know. We don't don't really know what will happen this next year, but I mean, I'm telling you, there's there's a solid young core that just got put into place. So, um, Ole Miss football is very very much so looking on the up and up here. Can they compete for the West next year? I think Alabama. I mean, they're they're returning their quarterback, and he's a Heisman winner. So, um, that's going to be tough. Um, and I don't want to I don't want to put that expectation on them because I just don't think that 
I don't think that's realistic, you know, right off the back. Yeah, I still think. Now, listen, there's some talented guys coming in, but they are, you know, still fairly young. They haven't played together before. There's going to be a learning curve. There's going to be the whole, you know, first year kind of get it together. Now, if they were to come out there and win eight, nine games this year, I think that would be a great, great place to have your expectations. Um, and then going into the following year, I think you could say, hey, this this team should, from a talent standpoint, be able to compete for the West, you know, based off of what um, – you know, what all I think we're going to add, not only add, but, but return. So um, I definitely feel, feel better about where we're at. And Jared Ivey's such a big addition, the defensive end edge from Georgia tech. He's such a big, big ad. He was one of the last wants that Ole Miss had rush in and to address that losing Sam Williams and others, but really Sam Williams to address that with Jared Ivey, such a big deal. It just happened to happen on the same weekend as Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg being official. Yeah, big. You know, I looked him up a little bit. He's about six, what six six two seventy five. Sack numbers aren't really crazy, but but it certainly gives us a presence on the edge. Um, I'll tell you what, the um, the kid from Northeast is transferring into. Um, I know people are worried about our rushing, but I mean, our our pass rushes next year. I mean, don't sleep on him too, man. I mean, we got a JUCO kid that can really bend the edge. Kind of, kind of is able to pass rush. So I think we're gonna have some options over there. Um, you know, I, I honestly think that we won't have that Sam Williams type of guy this year, but I think we're gonna have more depth. So, um, w- w- which is which will be huge for us. Deion Smith still a possibility. I'm keeping my eyes on Malik Heath. That's gonna happen. There's still something you have to wait on until June, because of all the tampering stuff with Mississippi State a couple years back. They have to wait to add Malik Heath in June. But I do think that right now, if you made me say where he's gonna go, it'd be Ole Miss. In June, I think Deion Smith's still going to end up at Ole Miss. Could be wrong, but I put it on the Ole Miss Spirit message board yesterday. Ole Miss is still very much um, involved with Deion Smith in communication with Deion Smith. It's just about getting academically eligible at LSU. Should he gain that academic eligibility, he's still in the portal even though he's going through classes at LSU. He hasn't pulled himself out. So assuming that he's still in the portal come June, I still think Ole Miss is the landing spot for him. So it could get even better. That's the crazy thing about it. Yeah, I mean – and you know what? And I wouldn't even be surprised if there isn't isn't one more, one or two more um, surprise guys. Because here's what just happened, man. This is what people don't realize: it's great to get Dart and Trig, but getting those guys brought a lot of national attention. And there's going to be other guys that want to play with them. I mean, when you got a quarterback in place like that, it's no different than when Caleb Williams, wherever he chooses to go, there's going to be a guy or two that wants to come with them. And it wouldn't shock me if there's another guy or two that that ends up filling into this class and, and pretty highly, highly rated guys. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, that's an unbelievable job. And, and here's the thing too, that people got to realize is Ole Miss law. I mean, they had a bunch of people losing, you know, going out to other schools and it provided a, an opportunity for, to have a portal class like this. Um, you saw an sec school that has a, a coach that's highly respected and there's a bunch of starting spots available or chances to get on the field fast. And, these guys are, are smart enough and they're, and they're taking advantage of it. I mean, they're coming in, they're saying, Hey, I can go to Ole Miss and SEC West school, play against Alabama, um, get film and, and the best conference in the nation and, and likely have a quicker path to starting. So um, that's what Ole Miss provided this year. And I'm not shocked they had this kind of class. This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Been on Twitter. He's Bradley Sal, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight year NFL vet. If you haven't already, subscribe, review Talk of Champions in iTunes. And when you do, leave a five star review. It doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars. And this podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Just simply search Talk of Champions.
I'd write for the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com, and affiliate of Ole3.com. And now until Wednesday, which is National Signing Day, and Ole Miss isn't going to be doing much on Wednesday. Timmy Gagofian told me on Monday night he's not signing on Wednesday, and he's the only known high school prospect. Maybe somebody pops up, but up until Wednesday at the Ole Miss Spirit, if you sign up for a sub today, you get 50% off. So take advantage of it. 50% off. That's the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com, and affiliate of Ole3.com. Let's open the mailbag. Mail time. The mail's here. You've got mail. Special mail for you. This is a letter to Hollywood saying, keep it up. Movies are great. Open up the Modern Woman mailbag to answer your questions. Let's start with Doe at OLMstead, Inc. Obviously, Lane will leave Ole Miss as soon as the right opportunity comes along. If Lane could handpick his next job, what would he choose? What's his ideal location? We know he loves being close to the water. Does he prefer NFL or college? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, he looks pretty all in right now at Ole Miss. So, um, you know, it's almost like he, <laughs> it's almost like he was sitting around waiting. And once he got that extension this year, he's like, all right, it's go time. So, um, had a pretty impressive portal class. I just, I can, I think he's going to be here a couple of years, man. He just got some talent in place that is fairly exciting. Um, some talent that he can win with. So I don't see him bringing in all these guys to, to up and leave. I think he's going to be here for a couple more years. I tend to agree with that after that coaching cycle and not getting one of those jobs, this NFL head coaching cycle. And after this portal class, I think he's here for two or three years, at least clay Bermuda at clay Bermuda. Does Brad agree that while the latest episode of Boba Fett was great, the focus being Omando highlighted the problems with the series. What do you think, Brad? No? I have yet to watch it. What's happening on Shark Tank right now, Brad? I don't know. Uh, you know what? I don't know There's. I don't know when the other season comes out. I haven't seen any episode in a while. I, I, I just watched the rerun, reruns, man. It's crazy. You're so boring. Chris Baker at real underscore bald underscore Baker. What's going on with Nike? Numerous stores in Oxford are saying baseball jerseys won't be available until April. Supply chain, man, supply chain issues in America. It's big right now. So um, a, lot, a lot of businesses are, are, are dealing with this. Um, you look at every car lot, it's short. You look at me, you go order a couch right now. It takes four months to get a couch. Windows in a house take five months. So if you're building a house, order those on day one. So, yeah, the, the supply chain issues are, are real. So that's probably what's going on there. Beham Ole Miss Club at Beham Rebel Club. What was the main reason? behind transfer portal success, NIL deals, or recruiting effort slash prioritization. It seems like most portal enrollees' recruitment didn't last more than two weeks at most. Two things happened. So, one, Ole Miss um, got some decent NIL groups of, um, you know, formed. So, got that in place. So, there's something there to, to, to offer NIL-wise. And um, secondly, there, we were just a, an SEC West school that provided a lot of opportunity. We lost a lot of guys. Go through and look who all we lost, and we're looking for starters. We're looking for immediate starters. So that is very appealing. Yeah, USC, some of these other ones, Oklahoma, they're coming at you. They're recruiting you, but they have Georgias in them. They have three other five stars there. So there's still no guarantee you're going to play even if you transfer there. You know, so you're looking at a school in SEC West like Ole Miss that that has a coach that's highly respected in the off- in the offensive world and college football. You're you're providing a starting opportunity, immediate starting opportunity, and a lot of guys saw that. So, 
you know, why not, why not go create? I mean, they're almost creating a little bit of a super team, man. I mean, you got high end recruits and, you know, they all get to go play together at an SEC West school. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think we provide an opportunity that a lot of schools did not provide. Michael at McCarty Less Party. Should Hudson Wolf get healthy? Would he and Trigg make the college version of Gronk and Hernandez? Also, ask Brad, who is the best pure athlete he played with or against? Uh, best pure athlete. Man, I've played with a lot of really good ones. I think in college, um, you know, I always say this, and and I mean it. Shea Hodge was probably one of the best athletes I ever played with. It really, really was shocking that that he didn't make. It. I know his knee was an issue, but he was he was. I always remember some of the crazy stuff he did. So Trig and Trig and, and Wolf together would be a very intriguing, um, you know, two tight ends. But you know, we we just got to see Wolf, man. We got to see a little more of him before we pin him on anything. And Trig as well. I mean, Trig is a um, very highly recruited guy, but I don't know that I don't know that he played a ton. Had an injury Maybe, last year. Yeah, had an injury last year. So let's let's see these guys both get out there healthy and play together. But I do love their upside. I think they're two really good athletes that can create a heck of a combination for for Ole Miss. Michael Bullock at M Bullock seventy seven thoughts on the defensive line next season with the additions of the Georgia Tech transfer and assuming we keep the three two six scheme, we could have a line that has Malone, Harris, and Ivy on the field at the same time. To me. That would look like a quality SEC defensive line. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. I don't think there's any superstars on, yet on this D-line, but there's a lot of depth and a lot of solid pieces, you know, and you got a lot of guys that can turn into that. You got Malone and I think the Piggies kid. I mean, I saw him you know, the other day, and he he looks the part. So um, I think you got some good young talent. Um, you know, I'd like them to keep adding to that. But I think overall you're just going to have a lot of depth there, a lot of solid quality um, players. Matt Sowell, is this your brother? Maybe so, maybe so. At Let's Matt look. underscore Sowell underscore 77. Yeah, that's probably him. Yeah, that's him. I don't what's, have Twitter, so I don't know. What's more likely to happen? Well, you'll know at the end of this. What's more likely to happen? Dart throws for 4,040 touchdowns or Evans rushes for 1,700 yards and 20 touchdowns? <laughs> Neither one of those things are happening next year. I can tell you that right now. Matt finishes uh, with also Brad you just had another false start. Laugh my ass off. <laughs> that that sounds like that sounds like my little brother. Um, yeah, so I don't think either one of those happened, but um, you know, I think they, um, I think Dart definitely definitely does throw for quite a few yards, just based off of you know the scheme and how 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 Lane uses his quarterbacks. But um, you know, to say he's four thousand yards is pretty hefty for <laughs> for his first year. And um Evans, I just don't think that they're gonna give one running back that amount of carries to get those yards. Could he get in this game? Probably. I think I think Snoop probably could have got twelve hundred to, to fifteen hundred yards if he was given the ball twenty five times a game. But I just don't think that um that they're gonna give, you know, one single back um, you know, that many carries. And also I wouldn't be shocked to see them add another back in the portal too. So um, I'll be interested to see what, what they do there as well. Beham Ole Miss Club at Beham Rebel Club. Do Ole Miss NIL organizations work closely with the coaches to prioritize recruits who make sure we don't overpay or underpay for recruits? No, that would be illegal. Correct. Hunter Kinneberg at Hunt Kinneberg. Should things go way south in basketball, who would be top candidates to replace Kermit? Personally, I think Nico Medved at CSU would be a great hire. I don't know who that is. 
I think he's going to get one more year unless the bottom completely drops out. So if we're talking about the bottom completely dropping out, every single list, no matter what you think about the coach, about the situation at Ole Miss, no matter what you think, if you're not starting your list with Mike White, then you're already starting behind because that will be the first conversation. Mike will be looking for a contract reset in that situation. And also, it's Keith Carter and Mike White, the best of friends. Former Ole Miss player, contract reset. He's kind of on a little bit of a hot seat at Florida. If you're not starting the list there, you're doing it wrong. No matter what you think, one way or the other, about Mike White. We'll get right back to Bradley Sal on this mailbag edition of Talk of Champions after I tell you briefly about BNA Bank and Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, two proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. Are you looking for a career change? Maybe COVID threw you for a loop. Maybe it's time that you did something else. Maybe you're just tired of working nine to five for 40 hours every week just to make money for someone else. Well, our phone line sponsor, Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, is looking to hire new financial representatives here in Mississippi. No background experience is necessary. You do have to be a resident of Mississippi, but what he's looking for is someone who is highly self-motivated and wants to make a difference in the lives of others. A full-time position comes with benefits such as health insurance, a matching 401k, and a pension plan. Don't wait around anymore. It's time to make a change. So for more information, feel free to reach out to Thomas Chandler today directly through Facebook or his number at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. Make the change. Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman, the title sponsor of Talk of Champions. The sun's a-shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver. So ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen light it up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan, and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. 
The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Michael Martin at M. Martin CPA with the Pro Mindset hashtag. Pro Mindset that Lane has promoted since he arrived at Ole Miss. My only concern is team chemistry. I would love to hear Brad's thoughts on that. Um, I don't think that that team chemistry can, you know, can be. Yeah, you know, I still think there be there will be team chemistry there. A pro mindset is more so referring to, you know, the way you go about your business, and you know, the, he's trying to get these guys to, um, you know, treat it like a job and and not not so much like, um, hey, I got my scholarship, I'm just chilling. Um, now there's a little bit of free agency in there. You know, there's a, you got some NIL, you got some money involved. Um, and he's right, man. I mean, but the pro mindset in general is just, is more so referring to, you know, taking everything very seriously and, and growing and, and, you know, not, not just coming to school to, to, you know, mess off, you know, it's more about, I don't think it would, I don't think he's necessarily, you know, saying, Hey, my team's going to run like an NFL team. I think he's more so just saying, "Hey, like there's a um, there's a way to go about your business, and um, you know you can be a professional at a young age." So that that's kind of where he's going with that. B Ford at B Ford eighty nine with today being the class deadline. Today be Monday. Does it confirm Deion Smith won't be here for the spring? Yes. Chris Ritchie at Rep Ritchie only based on Twitter persona is Kiffin a Slytherin or a Ravenclaw? I answered this before we even sat down to do this. I don't <laughs> need a mailbag to answer this. He's a Slytherin. What Hell, is going? Harry Potter. I don't even know what what a what a Harry Potter is. The guy rides a broom or something, doesn't he? Like, I mean, is that even real life? When he's playing Quidditch, LFG shirts <laughs> <laughs> at LFG shirts. Shit, I can't keep going. <sighs> Who was more underutilized? This is not for Brad either. Raven, while he was at WCW. Or Dawson Knox at Ole Miss. That's really close. And I want to say Raven, but Dawson Knox didn't have a touchdown. <laughs> Not one. I told you my Dawson Knox story, didn't I? Like, Did I you? Was in, uh, I mean, I don't know what year it was. It was like 2016 or 17. I was in the lunchroom, and I was sitting with the player personnel guy with the Bears. And he's like, hey, man, I just went down to Ole Miss the other day. And I'm like, well, who'd you look at? You know, Kim Dietschy, who, like all these dudes, whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't remember what all guys were there. He was like, dude, the guy with the most upsides is tight end, Dawson Knox. He's going to be a second or third rounder. And I started laughing. I'm like, dude, this is never even called a touchdown. What do you mean? He's like, I'm telling you, somebody's going to draft him high and he's going to be a really good tight end in the NFL. And, um, yeah, I was like, damn, okay, that, that sounds sounds interesting. And sure enough, it happened. But I mean, I, I was just like anybody else. If you watch the game, he wasn't ever used. So how would you even know? So, yeah, that was, um, it ended up turning out. So that scout or personnel guy was um, pretty spot on there. God, that's way more painful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I almost wanted to call down all this and like, hey, our guys are saying that you guys have a second rounder that um, you're not using. Um, you met my my throwing them the ball this week or something. You know, I mean, maybe and, throw that second rounder the ball. Yeah, just maybe once or twice in the red zone. I don't know. A rounder a ball, like that'd be great. Beham Ole Miss Club at Beham Rebel Club. Which coaches were the primary contact slash recruiter for each portal enrollee? It's a safe oh. bet. I'm not going to go through every single one of them, but it's a safe bet for the most consequential guys. 
Chris Partridge, John David Baker. Oh yeah, Jay. Let me tell you something, and I'm I'm gonna be honest here. If if John David Baker is not on staff, Trig or Dart don't even they don't even you literally won't even, probably don't even talk to Ole Miss. That's that's the honest got true. There was a good connection there with Trig, kind of funneled over to Dart. Um, it really it really really helped us there. So John David Baker is the reason that that connection was was brought to to fruition. So um, he 100% gets the credit for those two guys. Hunter Kinneberg at Hunt Kinneberg project a starting defensive line for next season with all the signees and transfers now in the fold. Um, I think, I think Ivy's going to be in there. I think, um, just going to put on what personnel they go with, man. I'm hoping they go back to a four down. Um, I think we got enough guys to do it with Malone and, and piggies now. And you got the, um, you can go with a bigger D line now cause you got Iton or Iton or whatever, and Gordon that can play on the edge as well. Um, you also have some pass rushers. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, I think you got a good mix. I think you're gonna have a two deep. That's going to be, um, you know, fairly, fairly interchangeable when it comes to situational football. So hopefully we don't get any injuries. Um, but, but for the most part, man, I think you, you look at, if you look up close, I mean, you got legit eight D linemen that, that can rotate in and out of there, maybe even 10. Do you think they'll move back to four down linemen? I don't know. Maybe so. I'll be interested to see in the spring. I think they, they got, got the guys. personnel for it. Yeah, they do. And, um, you know, you have a guy that can play a true three technique, which is, which is piggy. So, um, yeah, I, I I wouldn't. I was sure wouldn't mind seeing it, man. Because Ivy right. and Cedric Johnson, and then Katie Hill, or Pegues, and then Iton, Jamon Gordon, Tywon Malone's backing up one of those defensive ends, or he could slide down. Yeah. But if it's a three-two-six again, it's probably Ivy, Katie Hill, and Cedric Johnson to start. Yeah, or or if you want to go bigger, um, you could put Piggies on the end. They, they do have options, he, though. They have real options now. Well, he can play that 4-I pretty well. Michael Luker at Luker Michael 2 Breakout star for the baseball team. I'll go Reagan Burford at third base. Hunter Kinneberg at Hunt Kinneberg. Any chance McCaskill transfers? He's the Houston running back. Or is that put to bed? I don't think that's put to bed, but he just recently signed a new local NIL deal at Houston. My thought is this. You got Evans, which is great. But if he were to get hurt, you're looking at um, putting all your eggs in a freshman's basket. So I just think they're going to see one more, some sort of type of back. I mean, it may be a specialty back, whatever, but I think you see maybe one more to throw in the mix. And <clears throat> I wouldn't sleep on Bullock either, man. I mean, I know that, um, yeah, I saw him run a couple of times. I was impressed in practice. So, um, it'd be nice to see him put it together and, um, yeah, actually get to play a little bit. They love Bullock. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, he, he runs really hard. At NubSup69, how is Hudson Wolf's recovery going? He's going to have a second surgery soon. Having two strong options at tight end will do wonders for this offense. I would agree. But Hudson Wolf, until I actually see him on a field. Yeah, they're excited about him um, for sure. But it's just a matter of getting him healthy. You can't make the club in the tub. Old saying, but it's true. Um, you got to be out there to be, to be um, a benefit to the team. Andy McNulty at Andy McNulty 90. Any word on how Malone is doing leading up to baseball season? I want to see some big man baseball this year. Talked to Mike Clement, Ole Miss baseball hitting coach for Talk of Champions two weeks ago, and I asked about Taiwan Malone. I don't think they're expecting to rely on him this year. I mean, they returned their entire lineup. Where is he going to hit? And I don't think he really had as much defensive versatility being the size of a man that he is. 
first base and DH is about it for Taiwan Malone. So unless he can hit his way over other designated hitter options, I don't think you'll see a lot of them. I think you'll see some of them in the midweek, but other than that, I don't think you'll see a lot of him. Tal Brower at Tal underscore Brower. What's your realistic timeline for Kiffin's time in Oxford? I said it earlier, two to three years. Yeah, I think he's got a couple more years. I, I don't, I don't see him leaving because this coaching cycle this year had about every team that he could have potentially went to, and um, it didn't happen. So I just think that I think he's he's going to be in Oxford. He's going to prove it. He's going to have to prove it here a couple more years. Tal Brower also been. I want to hear your Eternals review. Thank you, Tal, because Brad doesn't want me talking about Marvel stuff or comic book stuff. Any stuff that might be considered a little nerdy. I talked about Eternals the last time we did a mailbag. Here's my thoughts on Eternals. It's really hard. It was always going to be really hard to take Eternals from the comic book page because of how complicated inside baseball Eternals is. Take it from the comic book page and translate it to the movie screen. They did the best they could with what they had, but it was just so self-serious. What about you, Brad? You watch the Eternals? Don't answer that. Brody Clayton at Brody Allen. Chances of Jarkel, Morell, and Robert Allen returning next year. Jarkel, I think, is out of eligibility, so the only way he'd be able to return, he's been out with injury for a while, is to get a medical red shirt. Matthew Morell, I think he'll be back unless something happens to Kermit, and then Robert Allen, he'll be back too, unless something happens to Kermit, and I don't think anything's going to happen to Kermit. Hunter Kinneberg at Hunt Kinneberg. Thoughts on Book of Boba Fett? I have not started it. I think I'm kind of going through a midlife crisis where I don't know if I really like Star Wars. Brad's really been trying to talk me through it. Charles Allen at bus underscore songs. Tell us your takes on the most recent two coaching hires, particularly the new DB's coach, Sam Carter from Arkansas. You know, experienced um, kind of, kind of a lot like these other guys that Lane's bringing in high energy, good recruiting type of guys. Um, you know, just everything you've read about him and kind of kind of looked into it. I mean, I think he kind of fits the John David Baker-ish type guy, um, you know, just and the D-line coach as well. So just uh, those are the kind of guys he's going to bring in. Um, you know, I, I think he, he's thinking, hey, if these guys can bring bring people here, um, you know, and hire relatable guys, you know, it's more important to get get solid talent here. So um, by all means, it looks, looks like it's, a, it's a, another pretty solid hire. Noah York at York 76 Who would win a fight between a grizzly bear and a gorilla? Uh, I have no idea. Probably a gorilla, I'd say. I'm going with the grizzly bear. Mac Vaughn at Mac Wheeler. What will it take to get Brad on the Marvel train? Uh, I just don't know that I have enough time for unrealistic oh things. Oh, God. I've said this before, man. I just don't. He's I, I so don't. busy. He's so busy, busy, busy. I can't have fun because I'm busy. Dude, there's no chance I'm sitting down and watching action figures, dude. Like, what? what is this? Yeah, that was made for, like, 10-year-olds. Like, my son wears a Batman costume, like, every other day. Cool, like, your son's awesome. I don't feel like I should be on the same level as him watching what he enjoys to watch unless it's we're just, more like, than that. It's more nuanced than that. Okay, stop. Joey Saltwater at Isom Socks. Not necessarily an old Miss question, but have you heard any details for Austin Davis stepping down at Auburn? He's a local guy, played high school ball at West Lauderdale. He did. I haven't heard anything else other than what's been reported, just personal stuff. Forrest Crumby at Forrest Crumby. Would Terrence Davis be an NBA lottery pick if you redrafted the 2019 class? I don't know too much about the 2019 class, and I doubt he'd be a lottery pick. That's the first 12 picks, right? He would definitely be a first-rounder instead of undrafted. The varsity at Ole Miss graduate. How do you see the upcoming baseball season going? Ole Miss will host a regional. 
We'll get to a super regional and we'll get to the third game to decide whether or not Ole Miss gets to Omaha. Oh man. I have watched that same team that you just described a lot. Yes. yes. So, um, yeah, dude, I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in now. Here we go again. I'm in baby. I'm in after last season. I was, you know, just like everybody else. I'm like, Oh, but here we go. Dude, we got the same lineup back. There's going to be some bombs flying this year. I'm in, man. I'm in. Break my heart again. I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm going to be there for the third game of the Super Regional. Yeah, right. At, probably out in left field. I'm excited. Tim Thomas at TA Thomas 43. Latest on Caden Costa. He's appealing. There is absolutely no indication of when there's going to be resolution on that. I don't think you can what, count on what, having Caden Costa. What What happened there? Like, I don't understand this. You like, want the true a- story? He took a Viagra. I don't know. Like, is he, is he, he's a kicker. Like, I mean, he can't be taking performance enhancing like stuff, right? Like, he's a kicker. Like, bottom line is he pissed hot. It was a substance that was on the no no list, and now he's probably going to miss the year. Oh gosh, dude! Literally, like, this is the most unlikely personal team do you think would piss hot? Andrew Robel at Robel Peace Prize. What percentage chance do you give Deion Smith being a summer transfer to Ole Miss? He seems to have noticed Jackson Dart in his Instagram story. 72%. Jody Kitchens at Jay Kitchens 1810. Sankey calls you to and asks for your advice on restructuring the SEC when Oklahoma and Texas join. What are your ideas? Um, you know, I, I, I would like to um you know, I, I think if, I think they would obviously have to be in the West, and I think you put Alabama and Auburn in the East. I mean, that's that's the most logical logical way to do it. I, I've I've seen it, you know, configured multiple different ways, but um, I've seen a pod system, I've seen all kinds of stuff, but um, you know, I, mean, I think you I think you could have a legit a legit legit SEC West with um, you know, obviously you got LSU out there, Arkansas, so like um, yeah, I think you put them in the West and you move maybe Alabama and Auburn to the to the East. I think you do four pods, four pods of four, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt in one pod together. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, um, I honestly, dude, like, I'm just excited they're coming in. I mean, that's going to be some, a call from some good <laughs> good away games. I mean, that Texas trip every, every other year or whenever we play them is going to be sweet. Dave at Gunboat Dave, could our defense be better next year? I'm going to say no. Um, I just – I'm telling you right now – I Mark Robinson and Chance Campbell were legit, man. Like they were sideline to sideline. Unless somebody's going to fill that void, um, I don't know. Sam Williams, Mark Robinson, Chance Campbell. Those are those are three legit dudes. And they, if you look at just about every time, you know, guys were getting outside of the pocket. Those guys were always chasing them down, making plays that almost just had had that speed in a while. And replacing three three guys with that kind of speed is going to be really really tough. Do I think we're going to be okay? Yeah, I don't think we're going to be as good as we were this year. Ethan at Sheboink123. Is Ole Miss baseball making it to Omaha? You know what? I'm saying yes. Oh, my gosh. man! I'm going to make sure I remember that because whenever you – Put it down. <laughs> it's February 1st, 2022. I'm calling it. They're going to Omaha. If they don't make it to Omaha, there's no excuse. I understand that they don't have Doug and they don't have Gunner, but they return their entire lineup. They should be able to hit their way to Omaha, and they have more pitching depth. They don't have the top-end starting pitching that they had with Doug and Gunner, but they have better depth. I can't wait to play it. Will you, will you cut that clip tonight? Sure. And we're going to play that on the podcast. Yes. Um, three, four, four or five SEC series in. Sure. Or after they lose the third game of a Super Regional. (laughs) 
No, I, I can see where you're coming from, though, man. This lineup is going to be legit, legit. We're going to have some debts that can absolutely stroke it. Um, and honestly, like, I don't, I don't mind going to Omaha, like, like Arizona, you know, like they, they had okay pitching, nothing special, but to, could they absolutely stroke it? Yes. Ole Miss has better pitching than that Arizona team had last year. I agree. I, I mean, I think we have, have some serviceable arms, but my thing is this, we, we on paper we do, but I want to see it live. I want to see it. I want to see, see it all come together on the mound. You know, like it looks good right now, but let's see some guys go out there and perform, um, you know, in the SEC. I would like to see Ole Miss kick the door down. Win Friday, win Saturday, no Sunday, no third game. Just kick the door down and go to Omaha. Boy, wouldn't that be nice. It'd be a change for once. Cole Woods at Cole Miss 22. Brad, how do active NFL players feel about fantasy football? Do they like it, dislike it, or indifferent to it? They abs- For one thing, they don't really pay attention to it. They absolutely hate it because – there's multiple times when you're walking off the field and some goofy fan is screaming at uh, Larry Fitzgerald or somebody, you know, you ruined my fantasy or some quarterback. And they're like, dude, I don't give two craps about your fantasy football. Most players could care less about it. Um, don't pay attention to it. But you get a lot of really weird fans that scream at players about fantasy as they're leaving the field, which is um, which is absurd. It means that they're probably over betting or whatever, playing for too much money. Landon Barnhill at IYHRF78, who is the starting quarterback in September next year? Um, you know, I think it's I think it's gonna be Dart, just based off of watching um, you know, some of his highlights at USC and just kind of seeing how he moves around and, and throws the ball. He gives me he gives me a young Justin Herbert vibe. Um, that's kind of what I get when I, I look like at him. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, he gives me gives me that vibe. So, um, I think he's gonna ultimately end up with the job. I, I do. I, I'm not gonna count Luke out at all, though, man. I think it's gonna be a, um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a good battle. But I just think that this kid is. I mean, he's six. He looks the part, and you know, I I, I would have to see what happens with Luke's body and kind of where he goes from there. He just he still looks a little a little bit smaller to me. Samuel Cole at the Samuel Cole. In the past, Ole Miss boosters weren't willing to invest in blue chip basketball players. Do you see Ole Miss having the ability to compete outside of football and NIL deals? No. I don't think the lack of enthusiasm has really changed as far as getting top prospects in basketball. If you were to poll 100 fans and say you can give X amount of money and you're guaranteed to get so-and-so, four-star linebacker, or you can give the exact same amount of money and get a top 15 basketball player. How many of those 100 Ole Miss fans are going to pick the football player? Um, 99% of them. Jackson Dart fan account at Rebs 420 When Lane was recruiting Dart, do you think he was selling him on being a part of a true open quarterback competition? Or is the starting job Dart's to lose going into the spring? Oh, when he's recruiting him, you're for sure telling him he's going to be the starter. It's just that's just the nature of the beast. That's how that's how it goes. Um, then whenever he gets here, obviously, you know, if he doesn't perform, he's just going to, have to sit down, and have a talk with him, say, "Hey, you know, we envision you being the starter, but um, you're getting you're getting beat out." So, yeah, I mean, he was for sure. You know, I mean, I, I'm just going from a straight sales sales perspective here. I mean, you're telling him, "Hey, I mean, you're likely going to be the starter if you come here and and you know." You know your talent is 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 what what we think it is. So yeah, I think that you know, that's the reason he's here. He didn't, you know, why do you think he didn't go to Oklahoma? He didn't want to have to, you know, that's that's a pretty stiff competition there. 
with a very experienced guy. So, you know, he's looking for the, for the, the, the path of least resistance to get on the field. And it's certainly here at Ole Miss. Um, you, know, you just don't have a whole lot of experience there at quarterback. And, um, you know, Luke still got some, got some growing to do too. If I'm not mistaken, he still got to keep his red shirt after this year. So, um, he'll be a red shirt freshman. Drew Williams at weird is Drew. If Chris Jones would have come to Ole Miss, do we have a national title? One player I don't think pushes you over the top as good as Chris Jones was. Does fourth and 28 still happen? Because if fourth and 28 doesn't happen, Ole Miss gets into the playoff and probably wins it all. They're playing the best football of anybody in 2016 and destroyed Oklahoma State in the Sugar Bowl. I don't think one player does it. Fourth and 28 doesn't happen. That does it. Yeah, Chris Jones is, is you know, really blossomed into one of the top NFL players. He was very good in college, but he's at another level right now. Samuel Cole at the Samuel Cole. Way too early prediction on who Ole Miss takes to SEC media days. Does a quarterback even get considered? He'll get considered if, like, Jackson Dart won the job outright, no doubt, in the spring. He's absolutely going to go to SEC media days. But Nick Broker, Cedric Johnson, and then best available, if it's Jackson Dart or whoever. Samuel Cole at the Samuel Cole. Do you think relying on transfers so heavily could hurt Kiffin like it did with AK? This isn't even comparable. Yeah, I mean, some of these guys we got, no joke. Yeah, that could have called any college in America, and they would have taken them. That's that's the kind of guys you want in the program. Jared Joel at Jared Joel, twenty twenty three Dart Altmeyer Manning, the best college football quarterback group ever. There is no chance at <laughs> all that in two thousand twenty three, all of Dart Altmeyer Manning are going to be in the same room. No chance. Yeah, there's zero chance if if Manning commits, Altmeyer's for sure transferring at that point. At Caleb Nicholson, how happy are you for Mike Hilton? Ecstatic. Ecstatic. I got to say something about this. He, so I watched him very close. This is the first time I ever watched him in the NFL. I don't, you know, there's some games I don't watch, but I have been kind of watching this Bengals run. I think it's fun to watch. But man, he had a very tough task and he, he was, he stayed in, he stayed pretty, pretty tight on, on Tyreek Hill. Battled, man. Possible to do. Battled. Absolutely battled. Even though Tyreek Hill get a step on him every now and then. He found a way to get the ball out of his hand. Um, you know, honestly, super impressed, man. The dude's a, a very solid NFL player. I think he's going to, you know, keep continuously have a nice career and, and likely make some good money for himself. One of the best dudes ever that I've ever covered. And he deserves to have all the success that he's having. He was overlooked in high school. He was overlooked in college. In the NFL, he's been overlooked, and he just keeps making plays and getting second contracts. He is so good as a person, so good as a player. And I think your description of what how he handled Tyreek Hill, how he battled, that's who he is. He's not as good or as talented or as athletic as Tyreek Hill. But Mike Hilton has always battled his ass off. He has earned everything from high school to the NFL. I could not be happier for a former Ole Miss player like I am for Mike Hilton. That guy deserves everything coming his way. Going to jump right back into this mailbag edition of Talk of Champions after I tell you briefly about Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford and Cheney's Pharmacy. Two more proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. A new year brings new beginnings, a fresh start. The slate has been wiped clean. And what better way to celebrate that than with a new car? Well, if you're in the market, there's only one place you should go, and that's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from new and used sales to parts and service. 
Allen Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is Allen Samuels aims to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Most everyone who's listened to this podcast should know by now I only vouch for sponsors I truly believe in, and I cannot say enough good things about Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. When you go, ask for Brian or Mason. They'll make sure to get you in the car that you want at a price point you can afford, and make sure to tell them that Talk of Champions sent you to take advantage of any one or more of the services Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford provides. You can contact them today at 662-234-8000, East University Avenue, 662-234-8000. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. Let's be friends. A new year is here. It's 2022, not to mention that spring is around the corner in Oxford, Mississippi. What comes with it? The return of Ole Miss football, Ole Miss baseball. It's a special time of year in Oxford. You want to be there, right? You want to be in Swayze Field. You want to be back in Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Well, the only way you can do that is if you're healthy, that you have a pharmacy you can trust. Well, there's only one pharmacy in Oxford, Mississippi that can do just that. Cheney's Pharmacy a locally owned pharmacy that's been in Oxford for over 40 years, as red and blue as the Rebels themselves. Cheney's Pharmacy offers prescription synchronization, immunizations, compounding, a two-lane drive-through and available hours that ensure your needs are met on your own time. Cheney's also accepts all third-party insurance. Cheney's Pharmacy provides the best customer service out there, hands down, it's not close. So give Cheney's a call, 662-234-7221 or go visit them at 501 Bramlett Boulevard. That's right off of University Avenue. They're open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sundays. You can visit them online at chaneyspharmacy.com. Make sure your pharmacy is one you can trust. Cheney's Pharmacy, much more than just a pharmacy. Rebel Nuts at Rebel Nuts. Can we get a personal ranking of what transfers are going to be the most impactful for the following season? I'll say Jackson Dart one, Mason Brooks two. Yeah, I was about to say, dude, you, you seen our O line on that that Sugar Bowl? You better hope he's impact. Um, and, and Broker being back's huge. Um, yeah, it, that it's got it. You're gonna hope it's Mason Brooks for sure. Number three, Ishim Young. Number four, Troy Brown. Number five, Jared Ivy. Number six, Zach Evans, just because I don't value that position running back like I do the other positions. But if Deion Smith, they get Deion Smith in the summer, he'd probably go up to like three or four. They added a lot of talent with this transfer class. They really crushed this transfer class. It's what happens when a plan comes together. We've been talking about this, you and I, on this podcast since October. I've been talking about it on the Old Miss Spirit message board since October. They were going to go light on high school prospects and sign a smaller class in December, and then they were going to absolutely attack the NCAA transfer portal. Was it a little bit of a bumpy ride? Yes, it was. But look what the end result is. All that matters is the end result, not the process, not how you got there, what you got. And what they have is one of the very best transfer portal classes in the country. And they came through and delivered on the plan that they set out for themselves a long time ago. So it's really interesting to look back at it and to think about what all Ole Miss fans were saying after signing day in December or when you miss out on Dylan Gabriel or whoever it might be. But now that we're sitting here, it's February 1. The plan played out perfectly for them. Well, not perfectly as far as process, but as far as results, perfectly for them. 
Yeah. You know, and, and looking at this man, like, I mean, I know we, we were kind of talking about the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, the, the Spencer Rattler. I think we got the best quarterback available in the portal, which Ooh, is wow. better than good. Caleb Williams. So if, if I'd have told you before this thing started, you could have Caleb Williams or Jackson Dart. Well, I mean, obviously that's that's a tough one, but I think from a from a sheer fit to this scheme, um, you know, I think you I, I think you got someone that is equally as talented, and um, you know, it's to me, I, I I would take either one of the guys, but I'm I'm certainly not mad that that we got Dart. Um, I just think he's a better fit. If you look at him, he is he's he's corralled, but maybe a little bit bigger. Um, you know, I, I I'm. I'm very happy with, with this. You know, I, I don't think that, you know, there's no knock on Caleb Williams. I, I certainly would take him in a heartbeat. Would have taken him, you know, all day. But yeah, he's going to be the number one pick in the draft in like two years. Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 you never know, but yeah. Um, Although pushing he, back on that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying he's not gonna be the number one pick, whatever, but it's hard to tell. There's a lot, a lot of ball to be played before now and then, but he's the prohibitive uh, favorite is Caleb Williams. From a sure fit of what we're looking for in this offense, um, you know, I think I think we got what fits us the best. I will say that. At Jr. Cummies, any new transfer receiver targets? Malik Heath and Bro McCoy from USC. Samuel Cole at the Samuel Cole. A lot of questions from Samuel Cole. Is there anything the average fan who doesn't own a business could be doing to help the NIL process for Ole Miss? Yeah, I think there will be um, an opportunity to. Um, you know, to people for people to contribute some of these funds, and um, you know, if if, if any, yeah, I, I do. I think the common, if you don't own a business, whatever, I think there's going to be ways to get involved in these funds. So, I'm hoping after this first wave that, that that there's something creative where where you know people can, even if it's only you know twenty dollars a month, whatever, you know. But but as long as if if you do that in a mass volume, it could really add up. So, um. Yeah, I'm hoping. I think that's the next step in this is figuring out a way for for fans to to donate to what they what what people consider as the the premier you know nil fund. Samuel Cole at the Samuel Cole, who is on your short list for leading the Are You Ready Before a Football Game? The Rock, The Rock, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Man, I think I think Cooper Manning for sure should do it mostly this year. Um, I wonder. I wonder why. I wonder why you want Cooper Manning. I think Cooper Manning's wife. I think Cooper Manning's cousin. Um, His brother, yeah, Eli. Yeah, Manning doing it every week this year. Rick Roach at Birch1848. What do you think about Lane Kiffin's comments on the signing day slash transfer portal equivalent to the pro draft free agency? I mean, you just saw that. You saw what he did. I mean, he just got, you know, a whole handful of um, of the top prospects. So, yeah, I mean, he essentially went out and just just handpicked a, a, a an NFL type team. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's pre- pretty amazing that 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 exists. And like I said, we were a team that that needed a bunch of people, and a bunch of people looked at it and said, "Hey, I can go start right away at a quality SEC school with a good coach." And um, you know, that's that's to be expected. We also need to give him a lot of credit. Lane Kiffin got ahead of the transfer portal game. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy. And looking back on the signing day, you had a lot of people that were like, what in the world? And he only had 15 guys. And, you know, did he even try to recruit all this stuff? And, you know, he pretty much said like, hey, you know, we're, we're saving spots. And everybody was like, well, yeah, he's probably just, you know, whatever. 
being lazy, well, he just hits you with a banger. I mean, it's just, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's what, what guys like that do. Um, you know, top, top high end coaches, they, they have a plan no matter what's said and they stick to it and they execute it. And then they let you know on Twitter. Transfer you at transfer to the SIP. He'll finish us off here. Have we heard anything on wide receivers in the portal to finish up this class? Billy Keith, maybe bro McCoy, and I think they're going to get Deion Smith. All right. What are we going to talk about now? Jackson Dart and Michael Trigger official, Jared Ivey's official. What are we going to talk about? There will be some more people come up, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they're done yet. Um, I think there's uh, – man, if I'm not mistaken, how many spots are total left? I was trying to count this up the other day, but – 17 in December, 11 so far in the portal. That takes them to 28. They're working off of 32 initial, so four. Yeah, so they're going to fill those spots with quality guys. I would love to see another another lineman or two. Um, I, I think you got to. I think you you never want to get stuck in the situation we got stuck in this year. Any any lineman that's available or that that you think can can be a serviceable player, I, I think you got to look to fill you know, at least, at least a couple more spots for, for that. And then, you know, maybe add, I mean, I still think any D lineman you can get, it's always going to be good. Um, any kind of, any kind of edge rusher, you can never have too many of those, maybe another linebacker, um, you know, and, and aside from that, maybe a receiver or two, and then a running back. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, if we were to fill those four spots, I think, I think you look from, from priority symbol, I think you go lineman, a linebacker, one wide receiver and a running back. Have that, you heard that, anything? Sorry, go ahead. Finish that. No, I, I, just, I just think that if you look at it, if you, if you had to fill those four and you got four quality guys at those four positions, I'd feel real good. Have you heard anything about the next special teams coordinator to replace have, Coleman Hutzler? I have not. I haven't either. I, have not, I mean, that's how it is. It's weird. You just don't hear anything about coaching hires. Um yeah, and the, I mean, the only reason why I haven't heard about the other ones is because, you know, obviously my neighborhood, we had, we had um, you know, you hear rumblings of guys moving in, but other than that, I didn't, even, I didn't even hear about, you know, Weiss or any of those before, which is how he likes it, and that's, um, you know, that's, that's, that's how it's going to be. Every single week moving forward after NIL deals with the Spirit LLC, we're going to have Jordan Watkins, Otis Reese, J.J. Pegues, DeAndre Prince, um, Aishim Young, I'm leaving somebody out, but they're going to be on this podcast rotating in and out. Going to be on Zach's podcast, hashtag not committed. Going to be on the Rebel Yo hotline for exclusive content that you'll only get at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and on 3com And right now, up until Wednesday, you could take advantage of signing up for a full year sub for 50% off. Just go to the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and sign up. You get the best recruiting coverage, Ole Miss coverage, you name it. Brad's there. We have a lot of fun, so come and check us out at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com. Also, if you haven't already subscribed, review Talk Champions and iTunes, and when you do, leave a five-star review. doesn't matter what you say. As long as it's five stars, this podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast, at Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you can get your podcast. We're there. Simply search Talk of Champions. Thank you, buddy. Are you relieved now that it's over? Yeah, which I was never really stressed in the first place. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I mean, I, like, like I said, you know, I posted a few updates just as I got them, you know, but I don't really, don't really spill, spend a ton of time during the day thinking or, or, or following it. So that's a um, lie. Yeah. The best advice you gave on this podcast leading up to the decisions of Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg was to go watch tape of JT Daniels and not prepare for the possibility <laughs> or to not, or to just prepare yourself for the inevitability that almost doesn't get the kids, but they got the kids. 
Yeah, I'm glad they did, man. This is um, this was a pretty pretty neat process. So I'm glad that um, glad we were to pull it off. I'm excited for it this year. He's Bradley Sell. Thank you, buddy. I'll see you later this week. See you, Ben. Howdy, Tati. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.